We are live on YouTube. It's the 219th episode of the Mina's House podcast. I mean to say what? Sorry. <laughs> Dex Ducky. Wait, Shayna, I missed your name. What? I'm Shayna B. We got to get it together today. <laughs> right. Look, in my defense, it's my birthday week. That is my defense. Yeah, it is your birthday week. Yep. I am celebrating a birthday this week, and I'm going to make a really big announcement. On your birthday? Yes, on my birthday. Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited. It's going to be very surprising. Every time I tell people, it's like the reaction that I get is like, what? I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> What do you mean? I get surprised faces. I get like, no, you're lying. I'm like, you, oh, wow. Are you, are you moving? You're leaving the city? I am not. Okay. Because usually that's what it be. People like, oh, I'm leaving. My life is moving, though. I'm out of here. <laughs> My life is moving in a different direction, so... Uh, I'll make a big announce, you know, I'll do the announcement on my birthday. I wanted to do it before, but I was waiting on these certain pictures to make the announcement Mm -hmm. and I didn't get the pictures until like this weekend. Then I had to look through them and pick my favorite ones. It was a whole ordeal. And then I'm like, well, my birthday's coming up. I might as well just do it on my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but because it is my birthday this week, that's going to be our topic later on. Uh, let's hop into what's in our feed because there's a lot to get to. Megan The Stallion did an interview with Gail King where she literally talked about getting shot by Tory Lanez. Now, we've heard a lot of the things that she said in the interview, but we also haven't heard some of the things. So some of the things we have heard are that Tory shot her and said, dance B. Uh, she explained why she lied to the cops which she's explained before on Twitter. She said she was trying to protect them still because it was in the midst of all the craziness going on with the cops shooting people. And she was, you know, um, kind of scared to interact with them. So that's why she told them she stepped on glass. Uh, We also um, learned more and saw, which I was surprised, the text message. So I've been hearing about this text message that confirms that he shot her, right? And I don't know if it was like, when I first heard it, it was like Tori had texted Kelsey, who's a friend who was also in the car, or Kelsey had texted Tori. It was like a rumor of there's a text message, like the smoking gun of this proves that this happened. We saw the text message on CBS where it's Kelsey texting Megan's bodyguard saying, help. Tori shot Megan. And then also Megan now is denying that there was a sexual relationship with Tori Lanes, which was new. We all we thought this whole time that they were they had something going on. Megan is saying they had nothing going on and that they were really just friends and were bonding off the um, shared mutual experience of losing a mother. I understand why she did that, why she did this interview. I But then I don't understand why she did this interview right now. Dexter, I see your face already. I, Cause why you be doing this to me? Like, I just, like I, I, you're gonna say they they first off, Gail. I, the one thing I will say, I thought that question was really inappropriate. I didn't think that was appropriate for Gail King to ask her were they having sex. I just that what does that have to do with anything? Like I just thought that was inappropriate, and I definitely don't want a cop to having sex with someone after I'm telling you that they shot me. Like this is I, I didn't I didn't appreciate that. 
She had sex with him because there is no. You know, you was in the bad Dexter. Let me tell you something. There's not one woman who I would say, like, I can just go from my own personal experience. Oh, wait, Garnett's coming. I'm going I'm to ask him about this too. Anytime you ask a woman, have you ever had sex with XYZ? <laughs> it ain't no hesitation. It's a, if it's somebody that you know you ain't never touched or nothing like that, it's a me. No, no. And I would never have sex with him. If it's somebody you don't want people to know, like it's a body you kind of want to erase, you don't want to lie, but you don't confirm it either. Megan was like, I, uh, does, uh, no, uh-uh. we ain't no, no sex I didn't, I didn't interpret it that way, Dexter. She I'm laughed. She laughed at the question. No, she, I'm telling she you. She was I'm like, a, a sexual? Like, it, it, no. was like, it was almost like, what? No, she, no, because she would have done thing. We would look at you and be like, no. It's straight up dick. 100% you would say no. Because, Mina, that's like me. Right now, if I said to you, did you have sex? And I named this person. You know that there's no way possible that it happened. You wouldn't laugh. You would immediately be like, don't put that on me. No, I didn't do that. She was, that was a nervous laugh because she knew to, okay. Garnett, let me ask you. As a woman, and I've been saying I am, but women will, you'll be like, Shayna, did you? And I might know I'd be like, nope. First of all, this is Gail King. She laughed. This is Gail King, who's like your grandmother, right? (laughs) This is your grandmother asking you on national TV, did you have sex with so-and-so? What it it was like, I would laugh. And like just the shock of did Gail King just ask me about who I who my what my body count is? I just I didn't think it was a a, like a oh you a laugh because she was lying. I thought it was a laugh at the uncomfortability of did Gail King really just ask me? if I had sex with Tory Lanez she's like my grandmother and yeah. I think that was it was that's how I interpreted that it was more so like shocking that Gail King would ask her about who she had sex with yeah so why would you be uncomfortable if you was already perked for the interview you already know the questions these aren't blind that questions. wasn't that wasn't a prepped question Garnett no me being so. an interviewer, that wasn't a prepped question. That's probably why she laughed because it wasn't one of the questions that right. they were going to ask. That was not a prepped question. If that was That's a prepped question, she would have had an answer ready to go. It was not. That was that was a, <laughs> a the question was probably what is the nature of your relationship with Tory Lanez? That was the question on the prep yeah, sheet. Me being an interviewer. <laughs> but then she was like, you know, Megan tried to dance around it, right? Because she was like, oh, we were friends. We were close. We were getting close. You know, he lost his mother. I lost my mother. So I think that's when Gail was like, wait a minute, but you're not answering the question, right? So someone like me, I would have left it alone because I'm not trying to get in trouble, right? Because Megan's people will call you and be like, we never interviewing you again because this is not part of what you put in the question. This is Gail King. So she could ask whatever she wants. So her follow-up question was, did you have sex? Because she was running around the question. That's how I interpreted that. No, so yeah, I th- still think she had sex with him. Oh, yeah. I still think she had sex with him. But I, I think that's the when Jax was saying that hesitation because, I, again, I think we just lie better. So, so here, here's the thing. How about if their relationship was getting sexual, but she didn't have sex with him? But that's not what she asked him, though. She 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 asked her. She right, said, because say like we you touch, you know, you I let you go to what third base, whatever the hell it's called. I'm, that I, means we didn't have sex, right? There was no penetration, right? So say they were 
getting there, but they never had sex. That's mm-hmm. a, that's valid for her to be like, no, we never had sex. Maybe in her mind, it didn't feel like sex, too. You never know. Because that also happens. Like, I can't. I can't as a body. I can't. I think that's like a sly way of doing it, but sure we can give her the credit and say you guys did not have sex. But like the question was, did you guys have a sexual relationship? And if you know that there was something done, what you've done with him, you ain't do it with other guys, like your friends or whatever. And if you know you've done a little bit more with him than most people, I think you should have just confirmed it at that. How moment. about if they sleeping in the bed together but not touching? No, that's not sex, but like they did something. Like they did do something. I I believe her. I'm gonna believe Megan. I know Megan, but that was the one thing I just didn't believe. <laughs> okay. What, what you upping about? What you? Because uh. I just I just wish she didn't do this interview. I didn't need this. I re- I genuinely wish she didn't do this interview because you were one of the people that kept saying she needed to say more, Dexter. Right, yeah. and you were one of the people that thought that the case was over. It is <laughs> and over. You, no, it's not. It's no, ongoing. I'm, I'm telling you, that's why she's doing this interview. This case is over. It's it's done. She's doing the interview because people literally still don't believe her, and it's yeah, like and that interview didn't help people believe you either. There are people still now, even more people saying like, "Oh, she sounds like she's lying," because like, it just wasn't necessary. Like, you know what the issue is? Like her before, I kept saying like Tory Lanez, he, he wants to be innocent in the court of public opinion. Like, you can't care about that. You got to care about what's happening here like the law megan is now falling into the same trap she's more concerned now about the court of public opinion than she is the law why would you care if people don't believe you like long as the judges believe you that's important you are really getting on twitter going crazy like why y'all not believe me i got shot i got shot and it's just like tell the judge that don't tell us on twitter like forget people on twitter people on twitter are going to just say whatever just because they can focus on the court case i it's, 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 it's both of them. I, I, I don't think you're wrong at all, but I do think it's both of them because they're using some of the internet evidence like inside of the courtroom. So, you know, if you want to try to, I guess, clear up your name, you could like subtweet about something. Oh, look, I tweeted this. I've always been standing on this or standing on that. So I, I do believe that it's both of them for both of them, for Meg and for... um and for Tory Lanez, just as far as like, you know, everything, especially with the court is image. You you, you have to try to raise reasonable doubt. You have to, you know, uh, get people on your side, even if it's not the people that, you know, that's um, on the internet, but it's the people in inside of the courtrooms that they're going to see this. They're, they're, they're going to watch this. You know, this is going to be presented as evidence. So, you know, I understand why she did it, did we, did I personally need it? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I understand why, why you do it. You know, same reason why I freaking, why did R. Kelly sit down with uh, Gail King? It's like, it's to try to make him, you know, present his case in a better light, you know, so. You know what we're also not considering? We're not considering what, what she may be going through right now. Like we don't see the extent of how this is affecting our life, right? We're not seeing the mentions. We're not in the business meetings. We don't know how bad this is affecting her. I agree. I think you have legitimate evidence. I mean, that text message alone is condemning, you know? So it's like you have legitimate evidence that it should be, will be used in the trial. And it's like, I think for her 
to leak the evidence prematurely. I, I, you know, I don't understand why someone would have would allow her to do this. But again, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes where maybe she felt like she had to do this. There's a reason why she did this. We don't know the reason, but there's a reason why. And we don't know internally what's going on. But uh, again, you know, to your point, Garnett, a lot of what's going on on social media is being used in court you know, uh, to establish credibility. Like if Tory Lanez is saying, no, this never happened on social media and then she can prove that it did, it it, it causes his character into question. Mm-hmm. Well, publicly you said this, but we have evidence to the contrary. So you're a liar <laughs> based off this piece of evidence. So that kind of just in the eyes of the law, okay, if you're gonna lie about this, you're lying about everything. I'm sure they had already, they did probably already get their text messages and got subpoenas Mm -hmm. for their phone records and all that stuff. And probably, you know, it's weird how court happens because some stuff they can present, some stuff they can't, even though they get, you know, warrants for your phone. So who knows all the stuff that they probably have that we can't even see that, you know, could have gone back and forth, even between Meg and Tori, that maybe she can't say that. But this is what she could show because that might be too damning or whatever. But I was going to say the biggest thing that does just make me upset with this situation and has always is this like, and she might feel like this, like, why do I have to prove that this man did this to me? I just feel like, again, as women, like, why do we have to go through so, so great lengths for people to understand that, like, somebody shot her, like... It, it, beyond abuse, beyond like he shot her, he could have killed her. He could have hit her iliatic nerve and her foot, and she could have bled out. And it's like, but so would y'all have rather me died and then been like, Dad, I can't believe he did that. But yeah, and so these people are like, she lying, she did, she did. It's like, why do I have to go through so much for for people to believe that this man would do this to this woman? Well, do you, that's something, I mean, the, the pendulum swings both ways on that. Like, you have to prove that because that's such a damning thing, right? And, you know, you can't just say something and just think that, oh, you know, we should necessarily believe you. It's not that we're not addressing that you, uh, you know, you didn't get hurt or saying that it's fake. But, you know, this is somebody, you know, it happens all the time when, you know, people get accused of rape. You know, it's like, well, if that person really didn't do it, you know what happens. That person gets sent to jail and they're innocent. You can't get that time back. Their career gets ruined. They get this put on your name. So even in this case, too, it's such a, a, a hor- horrific thing, like you're saying, where it's like, yeah, we wish we could just, you know, say, you know, yes, we believe you. But it also has to go through the courts because we have to be able to know that because once we say this, it's going to be damning for him. And if and and if it's not him and if it's somebody else, then, you know, we have to look at you a certain way. But then we also have to look at this person that actually did it. It was like, damn, you really shot her. So I, I don't think it's, you know, why do I have to prove myself so much? Whereas like you just do because you can't just say things and maybe not her. Maybe she's not lying. Right. But there are people out there that will lie about this. And who knows the real reason why you know this happens every day someone gets you know falsely accused of something and then no one cares about it you know but she's not the one that pressed the charges in this situation and that's why i guess i'm saying like she's not the victim that came forward right away to dex's dismay it was more the police and again just 
I've had friends in different situations where sometimes if the police see enough evidence, they'll say like, okay, well, we're moving forward. Right. Like, you know, we do want you to come on. We need you. We That will help the case, but we're moving forward, which is kind of what happened in this case. It wasn't even like she was trying to really put this on him more than the police were going after what happened. But I also think that it, it kind of drives me a little crazy how people are like, well, Tori didn't shoot her. But then when you ask the follow up question, well, who shot her? Then there's like no nothing. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, it's like, OK, someone shot the woman. OK, and the, if, if anyone at this point is saying she didn't get shot, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. You were dropped. The sun's not right up there. This woman was shot. OK, she she has bullet wounds. She showed us the bullet wounds. Remember the, the picture where we was like, we didn't have to see that. There's fragments in her foot. You know, like there's court, there is medical, there is medical, a medical sheet that says she has fragments in her foot from being shot. The woman was shot, right? So this is what drives me crazy about the court of public opinion. You know, I literally just had this conversation with someone who was like, Tori didn't shoot her there. You know, his fingerprints weren't on the gun. I said, okay, then who shot her? There were four people in the car, her, Tori, Kelsey, and the bodyguard. Who shot her? Nobody is saying the bodyguard, right? Okay. People are saying Kelsey. Okay. L let's go with the Kelsey narrative. She literally has a text message the minute this happened, texting her bodyguard, Megan's bodyguard, saying, Tori shot Meg. I don't Who's left? I don't wait, 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 is his gun? <laughs> he had the gun. It's his gun. <laughs> it's like it, it was unregistered. First of all, why your bodyguard doesn't have the gun and you have the gun is a whole different question. But it's like, let's follow the narrative. OK, you say he ain't do it. Who did it then? Because the woman got shot. Yeah, I don't think anybody. Well, I'm not saying that people don't think that she didn't get shot. I think it's proof that she got shot. I think we saw that we, we did see it. We didn't need to, but we did see the fact right. that she got shot. I think, though, that a lot of people's question is, um, why did it happen? Right. Because like when you really think does it matter? She got shot. Like, but it but it does matter. It, it does doesn't matter. matter what happened. She was unarmed. She had no gun, no knife. It like, doesn't like, matter what happened in the car. They literally could have been fucking and she sorry. They literally could have been having sex. And Tori cheated on her and had a threesome and had a baby on her. It doesn't matter what happened. Nothing yeah. warrants you getting shot at. But, but, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying, like it, it does matter. What it always matters. What leads up to a situation. So the way that this is being painted out is that she, for whatever reason, got out of the car, and then he just started to shoot at her feet. That's what she told us. Like that's the reason. That's whatever. We don't know that, like, what if she pulled the gun out of the glove compartment and tried to shoot shoot at him with it and they tussled over the gun? Like, we just don't know these things. And I feel like we're, like, jumping to, like, what she's saying. And honestly, what she's saying, it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't seem very rational for a person. I don't care how drunk or how you are for a person to make somebody get out of the car and just start shooting at their feet. Like, that's just, that's just really irrational behavior. It just doesn't add up and it doesn't make sense. We're really following this narrative. It's very rational for a little man. <laughs> wait, 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 real quick, because I was trying to make this point, but I thought it was hilarious when Megan said that Tori was standing up over the driver's seat. <laughs> like, like, no, I was like, wait, did she say he was just standing up over the driver's seat? And I started picturing in my head, like, oh, because it was like an SUV to like a U-Town yeah. and he little. 
No, I, I imagine him on his knees on, on the seat, on, yeah. on the yeah. seat, like dance, be dance, like a little leprechaun. I yes. literally had the same image in my head. Which maybe they didn't have sex, and maybe that's why he was so mad because for him to say that, and again, we know that there are witnesses that, and you know, people in that neighborhood ain't trying to be involved that came forward and said they heard a man saying that to her. So she's not just making that part up. So now that I think about it, maybe he did have a little aggression because he was mad that she wasn't giving it up to him. No, I, I, I think what happened was he was probably trying to shoot at the ground to scare her. Right. Because it's like if you're going to shoot at somebody and you first of all, he she tall as hell. She tall. I've been around her. OK, so for him to be out the top, the, the window of the Tahoe, they're at the same length. <laughs> right. So if he wanted to shoot her and hurt her, he would have pointed straight. OK, they were literally they had to be at eye length. Right. Because he's picture it. He, and I and I, I hope the lawyer points this out. OK, because. He's literally facing her. So if he wanted to hurt her, he would have shot straight. I think the whole point was to scare her when you're shooting down. But he didn't he probably didn't think it was going to ricochet and hit her, which is probably what happened. Right. Well, this is why going back to what Dex is saying is like context and motive, like the story actually does matter because it has to be said out loud, maybe not to us. Hopefully afterwards, we'll get the real story at the end of it. But there's things have to occur in order for that to happen. Most people just is just isn't a gun or not unless it's truly an accident. But then you would say, well, this is what happened. We were having fun. He got the jumping up and down. The gun was off safety. It hit the ground and it went off. Boom. I got hit in the foot. But it has to be some type of context. Why was he mad? Like, are you going to tell the truth why he was upset? You know, was it a sexual thing? Was your relationship more to friendship to have him be upset? Like, it does have to make sense to maybe not us, right? But in the court, in order for them to be like, well, you know, like, what is it? Because I don't think you can make sense of crazy. I've been in court and I've been in trial with people who have been trial murder, and sometimes you never get the full story. You only get the result. No, right, right, right. But, but, the, but here's the thing: don't get the full story. So but, the, the actual story doesn't matter. The result is what we're looking right, at. Right, the right. action right. of because if they were tussling in the car, that would have been the story. No, the story is she's outside of the car, walking away. Right, she's outside. He's inside of the car. There's a clear barrier between both of them. Right, so this is not them fighting over the gun and it went off and she in the car. No, right. she didn't get shot in the car. It's clear he was in the car. She was outside of the car. So regardless of what the argument was about, regardless of about the what led up to it, she they were no longer in the same area. They were not touching each other. She was actually leaving the car, right? So that's really why I feel like it. our need to know why, what made him do this. He could have just been crazy and drunk and high off PCP and literally not, you know, in his right mind. You know, he could have popped 10 pills and in, not in his right mind. And we don't know that. I mean, the point is she was outside. He was inside. There was a barrier between them, which is a door. All right. He ain't have the door open. <laughs> the door was closed. So someone had to pull down the window of the door uh, uh, of the car and come out. And then he had to climb from where he was over to the other side. <laughs> right. And get on his knees and shoot at her. Come on, guys. Well, no. And like I said, you like the 
both of you make a point too. I'm just saying in order for it to be a more clear cut case, like this is why it's not clear cut because no one can understand like why this happened. If both sides were presenting, I guess the truth and the full truth, then it's a pretty clear cut case. Hey, this person was upset because of this. Hey, he fired this, but somewhere in between both sides are withholding information for whatever reason. And and here's the thing. Think think about it, right? For her to get out the car, he has to be on the other side of her, right? Is that if is that right or not? Wait, right. If she's in the passenger side, he's either in the driver's side, or if she's in the back, he's next to her, right? So right. she decides to leave, opens the car, leaves, shut the door, right? There was nothing. Uh, oh, the door was open. She shut the door. The door is shut. He got to come from the other side of the car over to her side and she to shoot there. And to she shoot stood, her. And she stood there. No, she's walking away. Walking away. So, like, think think about that. That's why it's like people form this narrative of like, well, maybe they were fighting, or maybe she pulled out the gun. It's like they come up with a thousand things, and it's like the fact is she was outside of the vehicle walking away. The door was closed, mm -hmm. so he had to come from the other side of the car, and he had to pull the window down <laughs> to shoot at her outside of the car it, because of that. The time frame that it takes to do that, it doesn't matter what was going on in the car. They could have been fucking each other up. Right. It doesn't. It, I'm sorry. They could have been fighting, fist fighting. It doesn't warrant him shooting at her because it, it's no. It's not the same level of a threat. She doesn't have a knife. She doesn't have a gun. She's an unarmed woman walking away. Right. And again, when the witnesses saw her, she was running in their driveway, and he was still at the car. But I'm going to say, to, and to your point, Garnett, though, but people, we know that people do crimes and they can get convicted on circumstantial evidence because sometimes right. you don't have the hard evidence. Right, right, I do think with Tamina's point, like when we really do think about it, I don't think he intended to shoot her, but the reality is he did. Like, I don't think that was his intent. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to shoot this girl. I'm a her, I'm a killer. He was probably angry and wanted to scare her and threaten her or feel whatever, but be careful what you ask for, what you do. Because if he wanted to shoot her, the, the bullet hole would have been higher. That 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 that's you want to talk about rationale. There's no rationale there. You know, he shot down because he's probably trying to scare her. He but then you don't you can't just shoot out in the air. You don't you don't know where that bullet's going to go, if it's going to ricochet, you know. So that's why I think he's denying this because it wasn't like, oh, I had an intent to shoot Megan, you know, but you, your actions, you, you know, you have consequences for your actions. You do something stupid, high off drugs. We don't know if he was high off drugs, but we don't know what his his his, his state of mind was. D did they get you know? Were they tested? Were well, any of them was, tested? If he was high off drugs, he sobered up quick when he shot her because he said, "I'll pay you a million dollars." Right, to make right. <laughs> that was another thing, right? He got, he and I and I believe that he was trying to scare her, and he got scared when he realized what he did. Right, and that's why y'all kids, and I'm gonna say y'all kids need to be out and stop playing with these guns because you you out here thinking you're a little gangster and probably ain't even shot no gun before, but nowhere at a range, and now you shooting at this girl. Yo, let me tell y'all a crazy story. I was in high school, right? And this is why I know people, some people just crazy for no reason. I was in high school and we had went to this boy's house. You know how sometimes you cut class and you go to, you know, someone's house or no, whatever? No, we don't know how sometimes <laughs> you just cut class. We show up. So I cut <laughs> photography. I was getting an A. It wasn't a big deal. I wasn't going to cut a real class, okay? <laughs> I, I, I did good at school. So it's like, we're at this boy's house and this boy pulls out a gun for no reason. And I'm scared. Right. I'm not 
I'm not intrigued by a gun. You know, I live in the hood. Guns are they're not good things. This guy pulls out a gun and starts showing it to us and like waving it around like he think he he in belly or something. Right. So I'm like, what is going on with this guy? So I said, hey, can you put the gun away? And he was like, why? And I was like, because there's no reason for you to pull out a gun right now. Like, you know, we're, we're all here hanging out. He was like, well, why are you scared? And I'm like, well, y- yeah. you have a gun. I'm like, it, you, you know, you're, you're you're making me feel uncomfortable. And he was like, but you're scared. And I was like, and I, I don't know why I could. I just I, I don't know why I'm young. It, it was like. I, I didn't want to answer the question, but I'm like, it doesn't matter if I'm scared or not. I'm like, why are you pulling out a gun? It makes no sense. You know, this boy pointed the gun at me for no reason. Wow. Like to my head, like, oh, what are you scared? It was like, I felt like he wanted me to say I was scared. And it was like, I don't know why, you know, I didn't say I was scared. But for me, I, I remember just saying like, it doesn't matter if I'm scared or not. Why would you put out a gun? That makes no sense. Like, put it away. It's not safe. You're making me uncomfortable. I was so scared. And then he put the gun down and I just left the house. And it's like, I always use that story as, I don't know what is going on in people's brains, but there some people just are not right up there. And I don't know if his intent on pulling out the gun was to elicit fear because he kept saying, are you scared? Are you scared? Are you scared? But what kind of man pulls out a gun to elicit fear in a teenage girl? Like, what is wrong with you, bruh? <laughs> who yeah. dropped you? So it's like, there are people who literally, I, I don't know, they feel a certain way inside of their body and they want to make other people feel scared or they want to intimidate other people or maybe they want to show off and we, he thought, you know, we would think he was cool because he had a gun. I didn't think he was cool because you had a gun. I thought you were a loser and I wanted to leave your house. Yeah, but- it's, it's sad, sad to say that, you know, there are, somebody else maybe not you but somebody else thought that that was like cool points you know and he was used to that or he wanted to show you know his bravado yo i got this gun like like look like i'm out here living all of these raps that my favorite rappers are saying and um but you know to go to your point on maybe why you wasn't able to say just an outright no because there could have been backlash just from where we come from, right? Like we're not allowed to show real fear. We're supposed to be used to things like this, where, you know, they're going to question, well, you must not be from such and such if you never had a gun around or or it's like, bro, like nobody's, nobody's trying to be around that. And I mean, go ahead. In those situations, if if somebody pulls a gun down, they put the gun on you and they say, are you scared? And you say yes or no. It gets worse. <laughs> like would make you like the person dance. I mean, come right. on. Like, right. 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 Hello. <laughs> that's why that's really why I think this 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 case just infuriates me. Cause it's like, I can't explain to you why that man pulled out a gun. We didn't have an argument. It wasn't hostile. He just pulled out a gun. And I don't know what's going on inside of his little mind or why he feels like a gun, you know, he needed to do this. But the, the, it, it was not hostile at all. Yeah. And people nothing are just was, crazy. Nothing was funny about it, but have y'all ever seen the original Sparkle? No. Okay, so Sad and Shudders, because Sad and Shudders was played by Mike Epson, the remake, but in Sparkle is a part where, again, she's like in an abusive relationship and she don't realize it. And he says, I want you to crawl for me. And she says, crawl. And she starts laughing and he starts beating her like, crawl, beat, crawl. Crawl, be crawl. So when I heard that, 
And every time I hear it, that's why I keep laughing because I keep replaying that sparkle scene. Like, I thought how Tory Lanez was up there thinking he was satin struggling for sparkle or something. I turn it up in here. Ain't nobody scared of you. It's, it's, I don't know, man. People are. I don't know. You're absolutely right. Some things you just can't explain. Why. Right. You think you know these people and you don't know what's going on in their crazy ass brain. <laughs> so if this oh, woman is literally oh. saying, right, if this woman is literally saying, this crazy ass dude, I was walking away from the car. He shot me. <laughs> I'm going to believe her. <laughs> I'm going to be like, well, why would he shoot you, Megan? What did you do? Like, what? No. Some people are just crazy. <laughs> two witnesses, two random, you know, white people in their houses minding their business. <laughs> Who have come forward and their stories match Megan's story. That's all I'm saying. All right, moving on. Rihanna's baby shower was apparently canceled because her man got locked up. I really feel so bad for her. She's literally about to have a tourist baby. Hopefully it comes out on my birthday. And her man's locked up. There's rumors that he's cheating. Apparently she's been hysterical. I'm kind of annoyed that they didn't do this back in November when this all allegedly went down. You wait till the weeks before our sis is about to have a baby to our lock sis. him up. <laughs> yes, to lock him up in front of her. Like how traumatic is that? She's pregnant. She could have had the baby right there on the runway and it would have been the police's fault because y'all stressing out our sis. But um, hopefully everything is okay. Uh, when you when you guys saw this, what did you think about this story? I just feel bad. I mean, again, she's just going through a lot. I did think the same thing at the time. It was weird, and all the conspiracy theories was like they don't want him to be there when Rihanna had a baby. But then I did realize, and going through cases, and y'all know I watch all the oxygen all the time. It does sometimes take time, just like in this Meg Tory, for them to have sufficient evidence to arrest somebody, because sometimes if they just arrested him, he could have got off. So that could have happened in this case. But I have more questions for ASAP, like, why were you doing this? Why During this time, I don't know, like, you had to have known, like, he knew that the, the police were close to this. That wasn't like, that's not a thing you don't know as a suspect right. in a case. So he had to have known. And I guess I just, I don't know, it's nothing you could do. She's pregnant, but I just wanted something to be more like sheltered and cared for for her. Cause it's just such a, it's a beautiful time. And it's like the end of her pregnancy, the beginning, you know, we were all celebrating. It was so beautiful. And the end of her pregnancy, just being like mauled by all these like crazy things. So I just really pray for her. I, I hope that, you know, they have a smooth delivery. Everything's okay. I mean, the baby shower for her probably wasn't more about gifts than for everybody to come forward and just celebrate her. So I hope they're still able to do something, maybe with not as many people, because I'm sure it was going to be star-studded, but maybe something like with her family, his family, something small, and they can come together and still celebrate the baby. But Riri, we love you. And Yo, you don't want everybody asking you about him getting locked up at the baby shower? That's so damn embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> like she was like no we canceling this baby shower y'all not about to be in my business wait a minute and it was mad dramatic they broke down his door like y'all know he ain't there you seen his pictures in Barbados why y'all had to break down his door to get evidence it was the most dramatic thing and I really think they're just trying to ruin our sister's pregnancy I don't know I, um, yeah I mean of course you gotta worry about the health of her and the baby um, you know Cause that's, that's most important. Um, Shane, I'm not sure, you know, if this is true, like, well, yeah. Why the hell were you doing this? Like, <laughs> like where, where were you at? Who were you with? Who said, what's, 
And they said someone in his crew snitched. We don't. That, that's what all crews that? do. There's always people in the crew that snitch. It's like this is just repetitive history. Yeah, um, they look, like they're like, he got this girl pregnant, so he ain't hanging out with us no more. He want to be in Barbados. Call the cops. Call the cops on. Uh huh. Yeah, we we don't we don't know. I mean, and you know, if if this is true, once again, going back to the last story, why is the superstar the one with the pill? Like, why do you have to feel the need to be super gangster? Like, what's what's going on? Like, where is your security guard? Where's your your you know the guy that you keep around for things like this? Like, why do we have to feel like we still gotta fight this battle to prove something? Where it's like we believe you was tough already, you know, uh, Rocky. Like, we, we believe that when you came up, all you did was fight. You explained your story being locked up, knowing Casanova in jail. Like he he went along with your story. Like we, it's no, it's nothing else to prove. You're, you're stamped. Like now it's time to continue to move away from that. And you know, this is when you was a child. You know, now you're having a child. You gotta be able to separate the two and you know just being a, start being around better people and better energy but you know who like i said who knows if it's true we don't know we'll figure that out later but if it is you know we just got to start making better decisions as like the the people in power like what the hell are you doing right. why so yeah because that's my problem when i realized the alleged date the alleged date that he allegedly did this i was like so you knew she was pregnant. What was you going around allegedly doing stuff like this for? Yeah, what was that conversation like going home? Because you had to say something. You had to be like, damn, babe, I shot somebody. What? <laughs> like, can you imagine telling Rihanna you shot somebody? You think That's- he would tell her? I don't think he would tell her. You're, it's your pregnant girlfriend. You're not going to tell her you shot somebody at the airport, allegedly. Wait, what? I said, I think he came home and slipped in the bed like, how was your day today? <laughs> <laughs> You're not telling the billionaire right. that you just was walking down the street. No, and in fact, that was the day that he got her pregnant because he said, <laughs> I'm going to go away for a very long time and I need you to wait for me. So you know what? Turn over. <laughs> That's terrible, guys. <laughs> this poor woman. <laughs> I know. I literally, I, I don't think he told her because if he would have told her, she 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 would have made it go away. She's Rihanna. <laughs> all that little evidence that they found in his house, she would have cleaned all that. She would have hired a private, you know, she would have hired someone to get to, to handle it. Uh, Olivia Pope. Right. <laughs> go fix this. Uh, okay. Well, uh, little Dirk shut down the Neiman Marcus for his fiance, India. Literally, she went on a shopping spree. Um, he had a DJ. They had dinner there. It was very cute. Uh, she spent like over $100,000. She got Chanel, all kinds of stuff. I What is going on with you, Garnett? Why are you That's throwing That's a up? lot of freaking money to be spending. That is like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's rich. That's the <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how you that rich, and I don't mean no change. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he put out a project with Lil Baby, and he went on tour. Okay, because, I mean, he did do this for her birthday, but I feel like they're always showing these extravagant things he's doing for her. So it just seemed like a lot of money, a lot. I mean, go ahead, sis. Live your life. Let them do that for you. But that, that's a lot. The hood loves Lil Durk. He he has yeah. to be getting the money. I just hope that he's investing it on the other end. 
Yeah. She, them Chanel bags. I mean, I mean, and again, because every time I see them on social media, it is him doing something extravagant for her, which again is beautiful to show your love. But to your point, I just hope that, you know, she's investing in some things instead yeah. of just Chanel bags and everything. And he's, I'm sure he's doing the same, which is why he can, you know, buy out Neiman Marcus for the night. Like it's a private event and spend a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Which is why Neiman Marcus said, okay. Because they knew he was going to cut that check. That's worth us closing the store an hour early for you to just shop. Right. So I bought that up because my birthday is this week and I, I think that's very I'm not suggesting anybody shut down the Neiman Markets for me. I was just like, well, we shutting down. Forever 21, shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna bring me to the Forever 21? Damn! <laughs> At least Nordstrom Rack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I wanted to know the sweetest thing someone has done for you for your birthday. You know, it doesn't have to be that extravagant or that expensive, but it's thoughtful to say instead of giving her money and say go shopping. Right. He was like, let me shut it down. You know, she had a personal stylist there. They had dinner there. It was thoughtful. It was different. They had decorated. You know, there's some some planning that went into this, which is better than, oh, here's money or, hey, I bought you a car. You know, he planned this out. Or someone planted. Maybe it wasn't him, <laughs> but he paid someone to plant it. But something happened. So, what's the sweetest thing that someone has done for you for your birthday? Surprise party, buy me a cake. I'm very simple. I Damn, don't... that's the sweetest thing. <laughs> the, the, the cake had like my own picture on it. It was dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was dope. Um, you need to get yourself better girlfriends, Garnett. <laughs> yeah, that was. That's all. I don't ask for anything. So to me, it's it's fine. Like we don't have to do anything like i'm cool like my usually my birthday parties is bowling like i'll i'll chill so and i don't i don't really expect anything from anybody um i'm really not a cake person and i say that so to me that's like a gift as well you know because cake isn't for me you know but it's the thought that counts um you know trying to get my friends together for a surprise party you know so that was that was nice too um, but yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Other than that, like it, it'll make me feel weird. <laughs> I'm bad at accepting things like that. So like, I will feel like kind of weird, but, um, yeah, I, I, those are the things that's, you know, cool to me is like stuff like that. So boring, I know, but. For me, the sweetest thing, I'm gonna have to actually give it to my mom. And I only remember, it's hard for me to even think about it because I'm a birthday zilla, so I do so much. <laughs> so for my birthdays, that people do stuff for me, that's not, I'm not saying it's not sweet, but I like plan my own birthday stuff and it'd be so over the top that it's like, oh, she gotta have three events. So it's like, what they gonna <laughs> do? But anyway, I say my mom, and the only reason why I say that is not because she gave me a surprise party last year. I was supposed to go to Paris for my 40th, but obviously we were in COVID. And the day after the surprise party, her and my niece and my sister, they gave me a surprise game night, family game night. And it had all these like Parisian like decorations. And I just thought that was really sweet because I'm like, they knew how much like I really wanted to go, you know? So even though it was like a little balloon, just little cups, it was just the thought of like knowing that that was important to me for my birthday. Although my niece kept playing me the whole time, like, oh, you having fun in fake Paris? You see your fake Paris? I was like, okay, call it fake Paris again. So I just thought that was sweet because it's like, I always think of those little things like for people. So that was like a little thing that 
I just thought it was really, really touching to me. Um, I guess I have three. Damn. Um, <laughs> it's all the same person, though, that gave them to me. Like, my now wife. Like, Oh, I was going to say, damn, is it your wife? And I, I said, no, it was my ex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what, what year this was, but one year, like, I started getting back into watching wrestling, and I was really into it. And I was like, I really love this again, because I, I watched when I was younger. And she and the, the show came around my birthday, and she took me and gave me floor seats to the Royal Rumble like for like my birthday which was amazing then another year my, my 30th she planned this surprise with my friends and they took me to Vegas like she paid like it was like a surprise trip she gave it to me for Christmas for my birthday and it was like a, a guy's trip to Vegas and she did it like with a hangover theme which is one of my favorite movies it was it was incredible I love that one hold and on then, hold on hold on she paid for you to cheat Dex <laughs> no but you know what's crazy though you know what's wild what's wild about that that trip literally the very first day that we got there is when I told my friend i was like i'm gonna marry her like that was that trip like that was that that first day oh that's what that's all we gotta do pay for y'all to go to vegas and then the the final one was this past birthday this year so like my mom died when i was younger so she wasn't at my wedding so my wife had a picture of me at the wedding and then like my mom put together mm-hmm. so like i have that now which was like that's like the best gift i've ever gotten in my life honestly oh yeah, she's good, good. Yeah. I gotta call this up for some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> right. She knew what it meant. <laughs> right. Uh I would for for me it was my ex and there's like an ongoing joke in my family because I had my birthday at Chuck E. Cheese every year until I was like 12. And you know, like you have no business having your birthday at Chuck E. Cheese at 12. Like, you too grown, okay? Chucky come out, start doing a dance. I know they shut down a whole bunch of Chuck E. Cheese's. So I don't even know if they do this, but um, that was like, you know, me and my cousins, you know, we would make fun. They would make fun of me. And this guy was long enough. We were together long enough for him to know that this is like an ongoing joke uh, with me and my family. Oh, Mina had her birthday every year for Chuck E. Cheese. So on one of my birthdays, he surprised me and had a birthday for me at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) I was a grown ass woman in my 20s. I was sitting on the little table. They bought the cake out. Chuck came out and did his dance. And then he gave me tokens and we went to go play. (laughs) That's hard. I liked it. Yeah, that's hard. And it was like he had invited all my cousins. It was like us doing what we were doing as kids, as adults. Mm hmm. So um, I don't think anybody has ever matched that, you know, Um, it it was this again, I think the best things are the thoughtful things, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be like you spend a whole bunch of money, you know, to, to the to my point about Dirk. It's like he thought this out. It wasn't like here, go buy Chanel. Right. It's like there is a step more. There was a step more when there was some thought behind it. So let's, uh, let's let's touch on that Chuck E. Cheese thing. I ain't mad at you for having your party at twelve, especially if you love pizza. Because Chuck E. Cheese pizza was all that. So yeah, you, can you uh, talk about that, please? Because I've been trying to tell Legendary. people. Legendary. I've never Legendary. had it before. What? Oh, I've never had Chuck E. Cheese because you would be you're going to be very disappointed. So don't have it now. <laughs> back in the <laughs> wait, it's not good anymore. It's horrible. It's not even. No, don't say that to me. Yeah, it's not even. You know the Celeste that they sell for a dollar. It ain't even on Celeste level. Wow. <laughs> it's really wow. bad. That's a major drop off. Yeah, that is disappointing to know. Celeste is not that bad. Don't do that to the dollar store pizza. 
Nah, it's it's. I mean, it's it serves its purpose, but it's like Chuck E. Cheese pizza was like world renowned. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. not world renowned. <laughs> Parents would be like, yeah, let's go. They just wanted some of the pizza. Well, wouldn't you? Feed all the kids. You know, pizza's mad inexpensive and it's good. Oh, yeah, let's double down. Let's get all the pizza y'all want. Y'all get out of my face, run around, do your thing. Like, I had some of my best times at Chuck E. Cheese, honestly. Dex, where's your friends at? Like, how could yeah, you? I, I don't think I've ever. It's weird because I don't even think I've ever even eaten food at Chuck E. Cheese before. <gasps> oh, no. Look, they be serving salad with pizza. Yeah. And that then, new, like that's a newer thing, right? They weren't no, always. No, I'm old. I'm not that. I'm not young, sir. <laughs> I'm not a spring chicken. You I'm over thirty. <laughs> they didn't have wings back in the day, but now they be having wings. I didn't know they had pizza. But I wouldn't even eat it because the pizza, like I said, is. I don't know. I gotta try the pizza. I don't believe y'all. It's, I, I tried it in three different states, so that's why I'm just telling you, it's not. I, that's when I was like, oh, y'all ship this out. Cause this is the same formula and it's not good. Mm. Listen, their their pizza was so good, Dex. I was probably yeah, probably like 22, 23 years old. This is long mm-hmm. ago, but not that long ago. Uh, one of our boys, um, my my boys, L's. This is when his son may have been like three years old. Me and my boy Mike was like going to like steal his son for a couple hours to have an excuse to go to Chuck E. Cheese and get pizza. Like that's how good. <laughs> that's how good that is. Like, what are y'all do doing on Saturday night? Um, uh, let's go get Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Shana, like, I'm down. <laughs> Listen, we can we can probably Grubhub that. We ain't got to be there. It's the experience. You go Grubhub me. So what's the what, what's the thing where you gotta uh like bowl it yeah. and the go? That's what it is. Yep. I'm probably super nice at that now. Growing up, I was you super. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna send the invite, and we'll see if, if we can all go to Chuck E. Cheese on Saturday. I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> all right. Now I gotta get it. You said you gotta get a haircut. I gotta look cute for Chucky. Now, to Mina's point, and that was pre-pandemic, the Chucky dances have started going down. My niece is 26 now, and she had a couple party parties at Chuck E. Cheese, and by the time I was there. So 2018, they wasn't even doing all that that they used to do. They, no, they used to, to do a dance. Like, and then Chucky would come out. This is because, let me tell you, sorry, it ain't no young kids listening. This is the laziness of the workers. Because <laughs> Chucky would get in that suit, come out, dance all around. I went to two birthday parties in 2018 where Chucky, like, stood at the door and was like, <laughs> what are you supposed to come out with the kids? Like, this is another thing, though. No. Y'all don't have the same Chuck E. Cheese that I had. Mine, it doesn't look like what y'all's look like. Y'all's guy is like on speed or something. Like he's real skinny. Mine didn't look like that. What? what do you mean an actual it's a, it depends on like, who's in it. <laughs> no, Chuck E. doesn't look the same. Like like my Chuck E. Like when I went to go see Chuck E. Cheese back in the day, they didn't sell pizza and it was him. It was a girl with like a purple dress. They always sold pizza. They always sold pizza. Grimace and a, and a dog. That's who was there when I went to go see Chucky. Now this look, this is like his son or something. Like it's not the same. Chucky. We gonna go on Saturday and compare and contrast. Okay, that's what we doing. <laughs> right. Chucky Cheese sell alcohol now. Okay. Don't sell I'm, count me I'm in. Down. All right. <laughs> I'll send y'all an invite. <laughs> that's the two hundred and nineteenth episode <laughs> of the Mina's House podcast. I'm Mina. Say what? I'm Shayna B. Garnet Briscoe. 
Jack Stucky. Talk to you next week.